Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's round time I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Yes, we are back. We are back already with another brand new episode of Am I on the Air? We are live on the air, streaming, broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona. I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. It is Monday, December the 17th. And we're ready to provide you the latest and greatest in all of entertainment news. Now, this show probably won't, this episode probably won't be all that long because it hasn't even been a full week since we did the last episode. I dropped the last episode, Elseworlds, on a Wednesday, which is far from the course. And, um, you know, there hasn't been an extreme amount of stuff that has come out since, but I saw three big movies over the weekend. And I did not want to hesitate or wait another minute to bring you those reviews. So we are back here with another brand new episode. If you haven't listened to Elseworlds yet, please go back and check out that episode. It's a fun little short one uh, for you to get caught up with all the entertainment news from last week. And now we're going to get you caught up again. But first, like I said, three movie reviews. We are going to talk. The Mule. We're going to talk Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And we are going to talk one week early about Aquaman. That's right. So, without any further ado, let's jump into it. These are non-spoiler reviews. So don't go shutting off the show or running away or screaming or fast-forwarding. I promise not to ruin anything for you. These are non-spoiler. Okay? So let's do this. I'm going to start... With The Mule, this is the new movie written and directed by Clint Eastwood, and this was an interesting one for me, because I'm just going to be honest, as I always am with my fans, I'm not a big Clint Eastwood guy. (gasps) Oh my god, did he just say that? I did just say that. Uh, Clint Eastwood, for me, I don't know what it is, I think it's just the grumpy old man persona, I've just never really cared for Clint. He just always seemed... Like he just needed to take a real bad shit and just could never get it out. He was just constipated all the time. And the movies that he's made, 
I just haven't really dug any of them. So I know, sue me, I'm sorry. Um, so I hear about this movie coming out called The Mule and I just really could not care. Uh, went to a movie one time a couple months ago, as I always do, and they showed a trailer for this movie called The Mule with Clint Eastwood. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. And I actually really, really dug the trailer. I thought it looked really intriguing and pretty fantastic. Um, so fast forward to this past Friday, it was one of the big releases that came out this past weekend. And I was very intrigued to go see it. You know, it came down to that night. Am I going to see The Mule or am I going to see Once Upon a Deadpool? Now, I really still want to see Once Upon a Deadpool, but it's only in theaters for 12 days and it's already been out for going on a week now. But when it really came down to it, I've seen Deadpool. I saw Deadpool 2 three times in the theater over the summer when it came out three or four times and then i've watched it again on digital i own it i've watched the super duper fucking cut uh as well so i've seen that movie a million times now i am intrigued to see what this pg-13 cut is and see the new footage with uh, fred savage but it just when it came down to it it was like do i watch a movie i've already seen a handful of times re-edited um, or do I see something new and fresh? So, uh, me and Geeky Pat decided, you know what? Let's go see The Mule. And that's what we checked out. Um, and I'm glad we did, man. I ended up really, really enjoying The Mule. For those of you that are like, what the hell is this movie he's talking about, about a mule? Um, it basically is about drug trafficking. Um, you know, Clint Eastwood's character drives a lot. And, um... He's just a real good old man that's never gotten a ticket. Uh, and he just drives around cross country and picks up his fruits and vegetables and, you know, his his, his seeds for his plants. And um, a guy overhears this one day and gives him a card and says, hey, if you ever want to do some driving for us, we'll pay you some good money. Of course, he's talking about a drug run. Uh, Clint's very just doesn't kind of blind to it in the beginning and just figures, wow, you're going to pay me to drive? Okay. And he starts drug trafficking without even really knowing it. Uh, driving tr- drugs from one state to another and dropping off these just massive amounts of drugs. And then coming back to his truck an hour later and having a nice envelope full of cash in the glove compartment. And um, it's based loosely on a true story. And, you know, it worked really well for him just because he was so inconspicuous being this older guy that just... Was you know nice and and just the police paid no attention to him and it worked out for the cartel. Um, of course, there are a lot of twists and turns. The cartel does get involved. Um, you know this things don't always go as smooth as they may seem. Uh, you also have Lawrence Fishburne in the movie, Bradley Cooper, Michael Pena, and they are working for the Drug Enforcement Office, the DEA, and then they. Um, go on the hunt looking for to bust all these drug rings and they hear about this drug trafficker guy of course you know Clint Eastwood and they're trying to track him down pretty much the whole movie Bradley Cooper and Michael Pena especially um, I like I said I really really love the movie um, I love the way it played out I actually really dug Clint Eastwood for the first time in this uh, I loved his character I loved the way just he was unfiltered 
and just he it was an older guy who's just lived life and he looked like he was having fun making this movie which is something you don't normally see with Clint Eastwood I thought it was beautifully directed I thought Bradley Cooper did an awesome job Michael Pena is always awesome it's great to see Lawrence Fishburne always too as well um, the supporting cast was great uh, Andy Garcia pops up as one of the cartel bosses and um, yeah, I I thought I might be really bored in this movie And I ended up just loving it coming out of it So I highly recommend you go check out The Mule If it sounds interesting at all to you And if you've seen the trailer and you think That looks pretty good I think you should go check it out I would give The Mule 4 out of 5 Don Megas um, I really, really dug it So 4 out of 5 for The Mule Let's go now in to the Spider-Verse Let's take a detour into the Spider-Verse This is the animated film uh, That Sony has put out And it's produced and written by Lord and Miller uh, The two guys behind the 21 Jump Street movies And the Lego movies um, These guys are just so phenomenal And they um, Are the masterminds behind it They didn't direct the movie But they produced it and wrote it and you can sense the humor in this thing um, The movie really focuses around Miles Morales Who is the newer incarnation of Spider-Man in the comic books That I know a lot of people have been hoping that he gets his own movie here soon Live action um, And basically it's all about him And he gets bit by the spider And universes start to crash Um he meets Peter Parker And then all of a sudden there's other spider people Like Spider-Gwen And Spider-Man Noir um, And Spider-Ham <laughs> And they They show up and basically They go on a mission to stop Kingpin And a bunch of villains From this machine Crushing the multiverse And basically bringing everything to one dimension um, If that happens And all of the other spider people will die Because they can't survive in our world um, Miles is having a hard time becoming Spider-Man He's having a hard time learning how to use his powers um, But you know The movie really centers around him And the movie's pretty damn fantastic Man I mean just the The sense of humor first and foremost Is great uh, Shamik Moore I believe is his name He's the one that plays Miles He is outstanding as Miles Just the way he portrays him And the way his actions and his emotions are I just loved it um, there's so many voice cameos in this thing. I mean, Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir was fantastic. I, every time Nicolas Cage spoke in this movie, I laughed my ass off. Um, Jake Johnson being um Peter Parker, he was so great as Peter as well, and he's actually playing a Peter Parker from another dimension as well. Um, who is pretty much like. Gave up on life and doesn't really care anymore And he's kind of like this slobby Spider-Man It's really, really funny the way that they play it out um, Haley Steinfeld is Spider-Gwen And she's great in this As she is in almost everything she does She's going to be having a great couple weekends here With Bumblebee coming out this weekend um, Yeah, I mean, the the heart of this movie The fun of it Everything really, really works here and people are loving this film I mean, it's the number one film at the box office um, Rave reviews all the way around I know my boy Friggin saw it He gave it a 5 out of 5 um, Everybody is just absolutely loving this movie I took my daughter to see it My daughter gave it 5 stars She went, She asked me this morning if we can go watch it again uh, I probably will go see it again with her um, It's a lot of fun 
And I would love to sit through it again I, If you're a Spider-Man fan It's great to see Miles on the screen And I think this was a perfect introduction for him And now that people have this I think the hunger to see Miles in live action Is going to be really serious moving forward So this might be speeding up that process um, Highly, highly, another, another very highly recommended film um, That I personally give 4 out of 5 stars to uh, or four out of five spiders too, um, you know. And I know my boy Friggins. He he was like, "How how dare you give this four stars?" You know what? And and four is still fantastic. I don't know why he's getting pissy with me, um, but you know what? I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel like sometimes with animated films and with cartoons, um, I tend to have a little bit more of a bias with. I it's harder for me to give those kind of movies five stars. Um, I always feel like they're missing a little something um, This film has most of it But there was still Some of the animation choices I know everybody's loving the animation in this thing Some of it just didn't click for me Some Sometimes it was beautiful And other times it looked like it was 3D without the glasses on And it was kind of just distorted And I know they were probably going for something like that But it just didn't vibe with me at times And um, I just I wish you know the the villains weren't so overly cartoony as they were in this. I think I wish they were taken a little bit more seriously. So I have a little bit of nitpicks with this film, um, but overall they did a badass, fantastic job. It is a ton of fun, and I I definitely recommend it to all families and anybody remotely interested. I think you will have a really great time with it. So uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, I would give four out of five to. Um, also stick through the credits There is a very really awesome post credit scene At the very very end That is really fantastic And I hope goes forward for the sequel And last but not least I was lucky enough to get tickets To go to the early screening of Aquaman Amazon Prime members got a chance to get tickets This past Saturday night To see an early screening of Aquaman Aquaman does not open until this Friday uh, but I got to see it a week early And um, Wow I was floored By this movie It was everything I had hoped it to be And more um, If you had any doubt How visually stunning and beautiful this movie Was by the trailer It is all of that and more Once again The world under the water The world in this seven seas that they take you to is vivant, it's breathtaking, it blows you away. Um, my only concern that I would that I hated going into this was that I did not get to see it in IMAX for my first viewing. I love to watch movies in IMAX, and this was a movie that I am dying to see in IMAX. And unfortunately, the prime you know early screening for me to see it a week early was just a regular showing. And it was still amazing I really want to go back and see this again in IMAX Um, I definitely want to see this movie again for a second time Jason Momoa was born to play this role Uh, He's so good in this character Nicole Kidman was fantastic as his mother Um, Dolph Lundgren was great in this as King Nearest Um, You know, uh, Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master Um, Black Manta was awesome uh, there's so much going on in this film uh, But every time they went under the sea 
Every time they went to Atlantis Every time they went to all these different segments of the ocean You saw something new and fresh When they went to the trench in this film Oh my god, I don't want to give spoilers away But man, wait till you see the trench scene on the big screen Um, All of it just plays together so nice this movie for any of you any of you that are wondering where does it take place in the world of the DCEU it does take place right after Justice League there is a mention to him defeating Steppenwolf uh to kind of layer it out for you guys of where the movie is set and it was confirmed by James Wan that it basically picks up pretty much right after Justice League ends so it is um after that which is pretty cool and um Amber Heard, I gotta say, wow, not only is she breathtakingly gorgeous in this film as Mara, I love the red hair, um, she's so good in this movie too, I mean, she is is as much of a main player in this thing as Jason Momoa is, and they work together so well, there's so many Star Wars-esque kind of scenes that take you to just so many breathtaking, new, visually beautiful lands that you've never seen before, and just the the creatures under the water, the things that you'd be shocked to know live there that we don't know about, right? I mean, we're on Earth. The movie takes place on Earth, but man, the things that are in that ocean. Um, and then the payoff at the end. You've seen it in the trailer when he pops up in the orange and the green suit, like classic Aquaman style. Um, when that stuff happens and he does and he gets his trident, whoo! You better stay out the way, man. Aquaman ain't playing around, and that boy is here to stay. The movie hasn't even opened in the U.S. yet, and it's already made over two hundred and fifty million dollars. It's like the biggest movie in the in China, like ever. Um, it even made over three million just in the Saturday night um, preview showings. Whereas they didn't count it on the box office, but if they would have, the movie would have been number nine. In the whole top 10 after just one showing on Saturday So I can't wait to see what this thing does at the box office I'm glad people are going to see it um, It's a little divisive for some people Some people think it's too much and they can't handle it And they think, you know, it just they went too far I thought they just fucking hit it perfectly on all levels I mean, James Wan directed this thing magnific- magnificently um, It's got some cheesy moments and there are, you know, times where you might be like, really? But you know what? It's Aquaman. Sit back in your chair, get that buttered popcorn, get your candy, get a big soda, and just sit back and immerse yourself into this beautiful DCEU world. And I think you'll really enjoy it, man. Don't, the movie doesn't take itself seriously, and neither should you. This is Aquaman. Have fun with it, and I think if you do that, you're going to be pretty blown away. The action is incredible. My hat is off to James Wan. He killed it. He knocked it out the park, and he really did DC proud. And I hope um, that this really continues to make Warner Brothers feel good about what they have in front of them and start moving forward in a more positive light with their projects. I think they're going to be on a good roll here. I th- you know, Aquaman's going to kill it. We still got Shazam coming in April and I think that's going to kill it. We got Wonder Woman 2 next year which is also going to kill it. I, we just got to keep rolling positively here, man, and hopefully fingers crossed uh this universe will continue on a massive roll. Um, I had the ultimate blast with Aquaman and I hope you do too 
I give Aquaman 5 out of 5 stars 5 out of 5 fishes 5 out of 5 seahorses 5 out of 5 tridents Um, I absolutely love this thing I can't wait to see it again And see it in IMAX The way it is intended See this thing on the best, biggest and beautiful screen that you can If you don't have IMAX in your area Go see like an XD Go see a Prime Go do whatever you can with the biggest screen you can And just enjoy this thing 5 out of 5 for Aquaman Alright Woo! Three movie reviews, my friends. That is a lot to get through. It was a lot for my weekend. That was literally Friday, Saturday, Sunday for me uh, at the movies. So, but I had a great time. Great, great time. I uh, was able to. Me and Geeky Pat went and saw the Mule, and then me, Geeky Pat, and my whole family got to see Aquaman, and then uh, me and my daughter went and saw Spider Man into the Spider First. So it was a family affair all weekend long, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, some great, great movies there. I mean, look the, how that weekend went. The Mule, 4 out of 5. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 4 out of 5. And Aquaman, 5 out of 5. So, whew. Um, and I can't wait for this upcoming weekend. We got Bumblebee. We got Mary Poppins Returns. Um, I We got Welcome to Marwin. And I want to see Aquaman again. Whew, it's going to be chock full of excitement at the box office. Okay guys, let's switch gears and let's get into the news that has popped up since the last episode We have everything, speaking of Mary Poppins, we got everything wrong with Mary Poppins in 15 minutes or less Greg Kinnear joins joins the CBS All Access Twilight Zone reboot Jennifer Garner is set to star in J.J. Abrams' new drama that he's putting together for Apple DC Universe's new show Stargirl is getting ready to start filming And they just added Lou Ferrigno Jr., to play the character Our Man Netflix has acquired the Spike Lee produced feature film See You Yesterday So that'll be coming out straight on Netflix Noah Hawley has been brought on to be the director of the new film To Be Read Backwards We have the new poster for Jordan Peele's new horror film Us And you can see that up on our Instagram page as well If you're not following us on Instagram What you waiting for? Just search Am I on the Air and give us a follow We got some really cool posters up right now Including this one for Jordan Peele's Us We have the first trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 2 So check that out Um, Netflix's Narcos Mexico Season 2 full cast has been announced So you can check out that article if you want to see Who might be popping up on Season 2 We finally found out what the third and final DLC pack will be for Spider-Man And it will be uh, Silver Sable Yes, the Silver Sable returns in the final Marvel Spider-Man DLC pack This was some news that kind of pissed me off to be honest So we all know that um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and now Daredevil have all been cancelled by Netflix and we all were expecting that maybe they were just going to pop up on the Disney service Maybe they want to do something with a new movie Who knows But now we're starting to find out that there might be a contractual clause there That will prevent all of this from happening It sounds like the Defenders, all of them Cannot appear on any new TV or film For at least two years after their cancellation That there is a two year clause that Netflix has Saying that you cannot use the characters for two years if they cancel the show Hmm This is interesting Because I was under the assumption 
that Marvel had loaned out these characters to Netflix and said, use them for as long as you want, and when you're done, we take them back. And if that was the case, I don't know why there would be a two-year clause in there. But supposedly this has been verified. And I guess we'll have to wait and see at this point. But you know what? Two years isn't that bad. And, you know, by that time, the Disney streaming service will be full-blown up and running. And, um... Maybe we'll get a return of that Maybe they'll do these shows on Hulu Because they want to do a little bit more of that adult oriented stuff I think they still wanted to get the properties back I think that they cancelled them now Because of the two year clause And that way in 2020 They can go ahead and do something Now Fortunately the only hold up here Is going to be Jessica Jones Because her new season has not aired yet So they haven't cancelled her yet um, and supposedly the good news here is that this clause does not affect the Punisher So if they choose to cancel the Punisher after its upcoming season 2 Which comes out next month um, That they might be able to use Punisher right away So that's where we stand on the Defenders and their contract Director DJ Caruso is in talks to direct the Are You Afraid of the Dark movie Tom Hooper's Cats has begun principal photography Stephen Yoon has also joined the Twilight Zone revival Jeffrey Dean Morgan, that's right, Negan himself Is going to be returning to the show Supernatural For its upcoming 300th episode He'll be reprising his role there We got some really cool Godzilla King of the Monsters posters That we got up on Instagram We got a poster of Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah That's right, and these are some badass posters So check them out They're on our Facebook and our Instagram Check out the full posters, man Because they are pretty damn awesome We also have the new poster for The Rock's new film About the wrestler Paige and her true life story Fighting with my family Pretty cool poster there So check that out It's also up on our Instagram page Logan Lerman is in talks to star in Jordan Peele's new Nazi hunting Amazon drama Peter Jackson says he hopes to begin work on the Tintin sequel within the next year or two We have your first look at Jennifer suiting up as Lightning in the uh, upcoming episode of Black Lightning So pretty cool to see her finally don the outfit Grey's Anatomy has cast Jennifer Grey in a secret role MTV has renewed Jersey Shore Family Vacation for season 3 Janet Jackson, Radiohead, Stevie Nicks are all set to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2019. Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour movie is coming to Netflix. The Maze Runners, Kea Scodeliario, is set to replace Emma Roberts in the upcoming ice skating drama, Spinning Out. The Connors, ABC is looking at possibly bringing it back for a season two. Uh, lately the ratings have been very strong And they are holding So they are looking at bringing the show back for sure One Day at a Time is getting a season 3 premiere date over uh, Season 3 February premiere date Over on Netflix Sorry for Your Loss Has been renewed over on Facebook Watch We have the trailer For the season finale of Titans Season 1 Over on the DC Universe streaming app this trailer is intense I've been watching Titans I've been doing an episode by episode mini review On Stardust every week And I can't believe we're at the season finale already I don't want the show to be over I don't feel like I've truly gotten the team together The way I want them to be And we're already at the finale But the finale is Robin versus Batman And it looks insane So 
I can't wait to see that. Benicio Del Toro is set to voice Swiper in the Dora the Explorer live action movie. That's right. No swiper, no swiping. NBC has ordered the Black Tapes podcast. They're going to do an adaptation of that. When's NBC going to order the Am I on the Air story? Still waiting on that one too. Kate Winslet and Shisha Ronan are set to star in the romance uh, Emma Knight. Benedict Cumberbatch is going to star in HBO's film Brexit. And the first trailer has dropped for that. David Letterman's My Next Guest has been renewed for season two. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is going to be arriving next August. There are new Peanuts shows and specials that will be coming out on the upcoming Apple service. Netflix is developing a Christmas rom-com called Let It Snow. Brian Staff has joined the DC Universe's Stargirl and he'll be playing Wildcat. So they're really stacking up this uh, Stargirl show. We have the first teaser for the Downton Abbey film, which will be hitting theaters next year. We have the final trailer for the new timeless mini-movie that will be coming to NBC to wrap the show up. Adria Arjona, um, or Adria Arjona, sorry, I apologize in advance, is in talks to star alongside Jared Leto in the Morbius movie. Nicolas Cage has said that his next film might be the wildest he's ever made. Man, that's something if that's what Nicolas Cage is saying. Steve Carell says that he's ready for Anchorman 3 if they decide they want to make one. Colin Trevorrow says that dinosaurs won't terrorize cities in Jurassic World 3, which is all I wanted. So, man, they just bummed me out with that one. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is now officially the highest grossing biopic film of all time. It has crossed the $650 million mark worldwide. Much congratulations here. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. When I do my year top 10, it'll probably be on there. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And glad to see that it is now the highest grossing biopic film of all time. Uh, Let's see here. Emmy. The Emmys are changing their rules. They're setting a minimum length for TV, movie, to curb anthology entries. That's right. They're saying that, you know, certain things have to be a certain length to get nominated for a TV movie. Uh, So these anthology shows, which might do like an hour episode instead of its normal 40 minutes, doesn't get to just slide in and say, oh, it's a TV movie. Um, ABC has ordered additional episodes of the Goldbergs and Single Parents. So that's pretty cool there. I love extra episodes. Give me some more. Blackish is also on the list there as well, too. Um, Aquaman star Jason Momoa, he's claiming that Henry Cavill is not done playing Superman. Uh, they asked him point blank, hey, there's a lot of rumors going around that Henry's done to Superman. And he just said, nope, don't believe it. Um, you guys need to not believe it. Henry loves playing Superman and he is still Superman. So he shot down the rumors really quick. Um, who knows what kind of truth lies in there, but I am glad that Jason Momoa was telling us that he ain't going anywhere. Uh, the official name of that new Spider-Man DLC will be called Silver Linings, and that'll be available later this week. We have an article up talking about the post credit scene I told you about in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so check that out if you want to get some more context on what happened at the end of that movie. 
Netflix musical drama Mixtape has landed Paul James as the lead actor for that. Fox Searchlight's Downhill has added Miranda Otto and Zach Woods and Zoe Chow for its upcoming. Guy Ritchie's Tough Guys has added Belgian actress Lynn Renee to its cast. The new movie Mortal Engines came out this past weekend as well. I really had no interest at all at seeing it. I thought it looked horrible, and now the reviews have proven my theory is correct, as the movie is doing horribly critically, and also horribly at the box office. The movie, Rise of Right Now, it's only been out for the weekend, is already poised to lose the studio more than $100 million in losses. Holy crap. Mortal Engines to lose more than $100 million at the box office for its studio. No shocker here. Most people I know either said, what the hell is Mortal Engines? And the other half said, that movie looks horrible. So I don't know what they were trying to market to. It looks stupid. It looks shitty. And now it's going to lose them a grip of money. It's one of the biggest bombs of the year. Wow, wow. Now, speaking of not a bomb, I already told you that Aquaman is killing it, right? 250 plus million and it hasn't even opened in the U.S. yet. Well, on Saturday, when I went to go see it, and when a lot of people went to go see it in that early Prime showing, it made over $3 million that night, which is the biggest preview night showing ever. It actually beat the previous record, which was Jumanji 2, or Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock last year, um, which made $2 million in its preview night. We have the new second trailer for Bird Box, which comes out on Netflix on the 21st. I cannot wait, man. I think Bird Box looks incredible, and that would definitely be one to check out this weekend. We have the trailer for King of Thieves, the new trailer for Captive State, the trailer for The Mustang, so check those all out. The Man Who Killed Don Quixote is set for for, uh, release in 2019. Apple has signed Fast and Furious director Justin Lin to an overall TV deal. Tell Me a Story has been renewed for Season 2 over on CBS All Access. HBO is developing a female skateboarding comedy series. Stargirl, another casting, has cast Henry Thomas as Dr. Midnight. That's right. Alita Battle Angel has hired Dua Lipa for the official single off of the movie. Melissa De La Cruz's 29 Dates has been acquired by Disney Plus, the streaming service. We have the new Hellboy poster that came out today. And the official trailer drops on Thursday. Oh yeah, so get ready for the first trailer for the new Hellboy reboot. Speaking of reboots, the Resident Evil reboot is doing is something that is happening. And James Wan was listed as producing at one point. Now officially as of today, James Wan is no longer producing the Resident Evil reboot. Um, and I don't blame him. He probably saw what they were putting together on this thing. And he was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Nobody wants to be associated with this shit First of all, it's too soon to be rebooting Second of all, it's fucking Resident Evil If they were smart, they would make this a scary True-to-game movie That is done as a show on Netflix That is the right way to do it I would not reboot it theatrically Um, All I can hope out of this reboot Is that they do stick to the more horror version That the video games are And not try to do the big action stuff uh, that the Mila Jovovich series did But James Wan no longer attached He's like Don't put my name on that shit <laughs> I'm out of here We have everything coming and going to Amazon Prime In January and also everything coming to And going to Hulu In January 
The Netflix Dark Crystal prequel series has revealed its characters and voice cast. And I know Mark Hamill is a part of that. Um, it looks pretty cool. Dark Crystal scared the shit out of me as a little kid, man. There was something about these creepy little elves that just haunted me as a little child. So it's kind of crazy that we're doing a prequel series after all these years, probably 30, 40 years later. Um, it's it's going to be nuts. So, Yeah. The Spider-Verse sequel will have romance and Spider-Women. Ooh. Um, Jeff Bridges is set to receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award over at the Golden Globes. Um, Daredevil actress says to blame Netflix for the cancellation. She says Marvel has nothing to do with it. Former ABC exec Channing Dunney Moves to Netflix to oversee the original content. So going back, I'm sorry, to that Dark Crystal prequel series. You got Mark Hamill. You got um, Andy Samberg. Just a couple of the names that are going to be voicing this Dark Crystal show. It's pretty, pretty cool. The television show Elementary has been canceled after seven seasons. That's right. The show will end after its upcoming seven seasons. So no eighth. Um, but congratulations, man. That show lasted way longer than I ever expected it to. <laughs> that is for damn sure. Actress Willow Shields is joining Kea Scodelero in Netflix's Spinning Out. Shout Studios has also announced that uh, Roger and Julie Corman documentary. So, yeah, that's exciting news. <laughs> and, my friends, that gets us caught up to speed. So, wow, we actually still pulled out a normal sized episode Even though it hasn't been a week since the last one But we had three big movie reviews to get through And I think that's what gave that chunk of time back So let's talk about our releases this week And we'll get ready to wrap this baby up Out on Blu-ray and DVD On Tuesday tomorrow Is going to be Venom The Predator A Simple Favor And A House With A Clock In Its Walls I already have Venom The Predator and a simple favor, all on digital already. Um, I highly recommend a simple favor. That movie was so so good. Um, the Predator I only got because it was in 4K and it was on sale for nine bucks, so I bought it. And then Venom, I really enjoyed Venom, so I got that in 4K also. And uh, yeah, uh, my my TV, my big screen, awesome 75 inch TV, 4K UHD, everything busted on me. Luckily for me, it is under warranty, and I'm still waiting for somebody to come out here and fix the damn thing, and I can't wait because I have all these new movies to watch in 4K, and I have to wait for them to fix my damn 4K TV before I can watch it, and I refuse to watch it scaled down to that old 1080p quality. (laughs) Alright, and I have not seen a house with a clock in its walls. I hear it's okay, so I'll check that out eventually at some point. In theaters this week. Now, up first, actually... On Wednesday this week, on the 19th, it'll be Mary Poppins Returns. So Mary Poppins trying to get a little bit of a head jump, a little head start this week on the other films. So Mary Poppins comes out Wednesday. And then Friday, of course, Aquaman comes out full-blown. Bumblebee, Welcome to Marwin, and Jennifer Lopez's new rom-com Second Act. So a big week for movies. You got five big main releases coming out. It's going to be interesting to see what they all end up doing. Uh, as for me, definitely seeing Bumblebee this weekend because that's the new one that I haven't had a chance to get to yet. 
I hope to see Mary Poppins this weekend uh, Probably take my daughter Maybe do a family night there um, But we'll see I have to work this Saturday And we'll see how timing goes on Sunday and all um, And I really want to see Aquaman again <laughs> In IMAX man I do And I want to see Welcome to Marwin very very bad So it's it's going to be hard to get to all these damn things So we'll see how it plays out And here's your weekend box office Coming in number 10 it's Green Book with 2.8 mil Number 9 is Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald with 3.7 Number 8 is Instant Family with 3.7 Number 7 is Bohemian Rhapsody with 4.1 Number 6 is Creed 2 with 5.4 Number 5 is Mortal Engines with 7.5 Number 4 is Ralph Breaks the Internet with 9.6 Number 3 is Dr. Seuss's The Grinch with 11.6 Number 2, a very nice debut for The Mule Bringing in 17.2 mil Very nice debut there for Clint uh, the Mule at number two And number one, it's another debut It's our Spider-Verse, that's right Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse comes in at number one With 35.4 million It's the biggest opening weekend For an animated film ever in December So congratulations To Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 35.4 mil, already working on a sequel Pretty damn awesome And ladies and gentlemen That brings us now to the end of our show It's been a beautiful 40 minutes Being spent with you guys And I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have I hope you guys all have a great week I hope you have an awesome weekend We're literally one week away from Christmas So um, man It's going to be a busy busy time So hey Make sure you like us on Facebook Facebook.com slash air. Follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me directly on Twitter at DXDonMega. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com, so bookmark that. We are on iTunes, so download, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. If iTunes ain't your thing, you can get us on all Android devices. You can stream us on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn, on Stitcher, on Spreaker, on Donner, on Blitzen, Cupid, and Blixen, and <laughs> every other thing. Um, we are always streaming Google Play, Google Podcast um, We are all over the interwebs um, Remember, follow us on Instagram Check out all these cool posters and stuff It's uh, pretty cool We're popping up some movie reviews on there as well too On our Instagram stories um, that weekend And of course, follow me on Stardust Stardust is an awesome app that you can download on any platform Where you can watch 30 second mini reviews on your favorite TV shows, movies, trailers I do reviews for all of it On Stardust Follow me there simply at Don Mega D-O-N-M-E-G-A And I will give you a follow back I, I try to be very fair with social media So follow me, I'll follow you back on Stardust And let's uh, start the conversation So I love Stardust And you know, if you don't want to wait for a new episode of the show To find out what I thought You can always check out Stardust pretty quick and see my instant review I try to record something pretty much right after I see it uh, For anything I want you guys to check out Lots of trailers, lots of shows So very, very cool And of course a shout out to our great affiliates At reddragonsradio.com Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio Check out the website Because not only are we there But there's a lot of other great podcasts A lot of people putting in time and dedication To do the shows for you guys to sit back and love And that is reddragonsradio.com So thank you guys once again on this Monday, December the 17th. I hope you all have an amazing week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And my friends, till next time, y'all. Peace! Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!